Hello there, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast brought to you by Slenderella here in the beautiful Austin, Texas. I'm Allison, and as always, we recorded this episode at MSW Lounge with Nurse Doza and Baldo at Tex-Mex Yogi, but before we introduce our guests for today. The How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. All right, this episode was so fun, and I know I say that every single time, but we genuinely do love talking to our guests, and the guest today has been a friend of ours for over a year now. She, We connected with her first on Instagram, and I managed the Instagram pages, so it was funny because... I actually have never met her in person, but I talked to her via our Instagram a lot. <laughs> so this was fun for me too, because I finally got to meet the incredible Joe Placencio, who is the creator of Peace Love Glam, uh, a really popular lifestyle beauty blog. And she has her own really cool health journey that we discussed quite a bit and figuring out just how to mitigate different health challenges in a time, you know, it, it sounds crazy to say in a time when holistic health wasn't as as available but even 10 years ago it wasn't and she started meditating 15 years ago and claims that that is like her biggest health thing so um really interesting even you know hearing about all of her her different challenges five years ago trying to find different food options so i'm gonna let them take it from here here is joe placencio from peace love glam on the how do you health podcast Awesome. Welcome to the How Do You Health podcast for all the viewers and the listeners out there. This is our second day of the week that we're shooting podcasts, and uh, we get to chat with Joe Placencio. She's been such a great friend with our, uh, of ours now. Um, well, you've been coming with uh, to MSW for a while now, I guess. Like yes. Maybe almost a year now? Yes. Perfect. Uh, well, she is the creator of the Lifestyle blog. Tell me again. Peace, love, glam. Peace, love, glam. I had the love, glam part, and I was like, what's the first one? I wasn't sure if it was health or not, because we talk health all the time. You gotta be more peaceful, Baldo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and then, of course, the nurse does it once again, and then we'll get this party started. We got an IV going. Yes, I'm Um, super Well, now I can start it, actually. (sighs) It's a, it's kind of a quick one. So tell me what I have in there. So, we have here some B12. We have, um, I put P5P in here, which is vitamin B6, and it's supposed to be a serotonin dopamine booster. Perfect. Which really, uh, I find a lot of people are deficient in B6, like people, you talked about anemia earlier. Yes. And uh, a lot of times people are anemic in iron, B12. Now I'm finding deficiencies in B6. And the, just FYI on a tangent here, uh, the red blood cells need all the B vitamins in order to produce them, but namely they need uh, nine and 12. And then now we're finding six is the other thing. 
and B6 deficiencies lead to like heart disease and like a lot of brain health issues. Oh, so when people come in here and they're saying like, I kind of like feeling low or whatever, I mean, it could be related to their energy, right? Right. But like without knowing a whole lot first, I'm just like, hmm, let's give them some of this, see if it helps. And with me, it's like, I don't know, it's like my little natural antidepressant. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so, so I'll probably be in a couple I, of times a week now for well, this. Well, <laughs> I, I could say right now that the other vitamins that are in there, they would probably just make you feel really good as well. The cool thing about on top of it is you're detoxing. I love it. You're liver do, detox? You're doing a liver detox. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yay. And so That's any, a less slender of the lifestyle. Yes. There. Yeah. <laughs> so anything that we do, we try to do a liver detox. Like you saw when the lady was leaving, he handed her the, the, the salsa. Yes. All that stuff in there is straight liver detoxers. So it's, it's a different kind of salsa because it's like if somebody had liver disease, that's the salsa I would prescribe. So And I heard you said that there was, <laughs> there was no nightshades. That's no amazing. nightshades. That, that's one of them. That's yeah. true. That was true. So um, I, we have a food allergy test here, and uh, it's a finger prick test, and it checks uh, 121 different allergens, and a lot of them are different foods. And so when I did mine, I uh, was sensitive to tomatoes. And then um, I've been reading about nightshades and lecithins and all that stuff, and I know that beforehand. So I'm just like, well, I'm just going to cut them all out, right? But right. salsa, like how? I do, love salsa. Right. Yes. Like, where am I going to get salsa from? The great thing about Baldo is he is a, one of the great things is that he has a, an amazing ability to cook almost anything. And Perfect. so, so the cool <laughs> thing it. is, I asked him, I said, can you make a salsa that is a little spicy that doesn't have you know tomatoes and peppers in? It? And he's like, yeah, I can do it. So he did come up with one, and it's really good because he did how somehow get the spice in there, and I was oh. like, "That's cool." His sauce is like really spicy, like you know, you can. I have love it. spicy. Yeah. Well, you, do you like to sweat when you when you yes. eat spicy? Yeah. Maybe. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but it's funny because when he was talking about it one day, I was like, "All that stuff in there is straight up for liver, like all this because it's turmeric based, turmeric oh. avocado based." That's my secret for the tacos. Yeah. We're having. Our team dinner tonight, and yeah. I made taco meat again, and I have like a nightshade-free taco mix that I make to season the meat so that John can eat it. Yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I definitely need to try your salsa. Yeah, sure. Well, you can take one. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'm so excited. This this group right here is what we originally started with uh, like a couple years ago. Perfect. And so one of the things that we like to do now is we're going on a monthly basis to do like just a group outing like just to kind of go out and kind of just hang out right a separate from work but the funny thing is for christmas we had uh, the christmas party here right. and uh it was i think the positions were probably rotated i think at one point right and joy was sitting right there and goes uh what guy what can y'all guys eat like i don't understand like you can't have this you guys can't have this yeah like what can i make different types of water yeah because this guy had a different diet he was doing I had a different diet with the no nightshades and right. all that stuff too, right? And so like, what do you cook and what do you make? And like tomatoes, like think about it, Take you take that out. Exactly. <laughs> like that's, what that's do you do there, right? right like huge. if you're Italian, then I'm all Italian. The, exactly. And so then, Hispanic. Exactly. So you got a little bit of both <laughs> sure. where you're just like, like I'm not, not, those are my, I'm not giving up tomatoes. <laughs> those are my two favorite foods. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, exactly. So it was interesting because when we finally resolved all the issues, um, we got like all the food we wanted. We had it was hit, a whole meeting. About, it was a like, whole buffet, it, but it, it lasted about it. 30 minutes. But we had a whole buffet where uh, we had jicama tacos, mm -hmm. right, with that ground meat. I love it. And he made a chicken alfredo with cauliflower sauce. Cauliflower sauce. Well, I made I the like alfredo out of cauliflower. cauliflower. Yeah. That yeah. was my base. And it was creamy. It was so good. And then the pasta was like chickpeas. Oh, I love chickpea yeah. pasta. That's what I eat because yeah. I have a gluten allergy. Yeah. Okay. So because of that, I am always looking for something. And I use a lot of cauliflower too. So I need that recipe. So, yeah. so, tell, so, so tell me about your diet. Like I, you say you're gluten sensitive. So, so gluten and dairy. Um, I was diagnosed um, six years ago. And... Um, with Hashibotos. So okay. I had all of the allergy testing and it was mm -hmm. gluten, dairy, nightshades, eggs, all that good stuff that I cut out. So I've been off of gluten and dairy for six years. So I basically do paleo keto. Cool. That's what works good for me. I know a lot of people need their carbs. I, I don't, yeah. I, I really don't. I need more of fats in my diet. Right. That helps my brain, I think better. So that's that's basically my diet, and, right. it, and it works for me. Just so you had this uh, uh, documentary, right? And it was yes. your thyroid journey, right? Is that yes. correct? Um, is was that within the six month period? Is that is that before? That was um, actually a couple of years after healing my autoimmune. So I was a patient of Dr. Amy Myers, and um, I followed everything she told me to a T. 
and healed my autoimmune. And so Dr. Isabella Wentz and her were together with uh, some other doctors. And they went around the world interviewing people that either have Hashimoto's or are dealing with it or have healed it. So my story was how it all began and how I healed it. So you're on that? Huh? Are you on that? I'm in there. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. I, I definitely want to check it out. Then. Yeah. Yeah. That's so the, awesome. it's, there's a lot of different clips. I'm in the beginning and then at the end. So it all started with my hairdresser. Okay. I have a lot of hair. This is all mine. And she <laughs> said, um, she said, <laughs> you were wondering. Those are good jeans right there. I know. <laughs> TSA. Actually, I've had some TSA ladies when I'm going. And she, she's like, like is that your hair? <laughs> yeah. It's mine. <laughs> so um, she said, I noticed Like, we that- have no idea what the hell exactly. you're talking about. <laughs> it's the extension. It's a woman thing. Um, so my hairdresser said, are you feeling okay? Yeah. And I said, actually, I'm not. But why do you ask? And she says, because I'm noticing that you're losing a lot of your hair. Yeah. So she said, you should go to a doctor. So um, <laughs> I, we were just about to move from Los Angeles to Austin. Mm-hmm. So I waited till I moved here because I had heard about Dr. Amy Myers. Okay. And um, I booked an appointment with her and we went on our journey together. And it was a lot of hard work. Um, I've always lived a healthy lifestyle, so I didn't understand where all these allergies were coming from. But when you kind of eat the same thing over and over and over, so I've learned on this journey that I have to alternate my foods, you know, like fish one night, chicken one night, beef one night, Mm -hmm. and then not have the same vegetables because you can build up allergies to it. So I've learned a lot along the way. Um, And so when I was asked to do this documentary, they came down, we filmed, and I just told them about my journey, how I healed it, how healed my um, autoimmune, and how I did it. A lot of meditation, a lot of exercise, a lot of just taking care of myself, you yeah. know, from the inside out. And this is exactly what led to the blog, right? Yes. Because you're telling your story. Yes. And uh, and people resonate with it. They want to probably try it, right? Yes. Like they're saying, like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. How do I do it? Right. So I've always shared everything. I love sharing every, I'm a girl's girl. So makeup tips, everything. And it's like, and I love supporting all my girlfriends and my friends. So, um, I've done that through the years. And after my son was old enough and on his own, I said, okay, now it's time for me to do something for myself. So I started peace, love glam and it's to share everything. It's to share my wellness journey, to share fashion, to share fitness, to share recipes, so that's how that all started. Yeah, there's always like little tips on there. I, yes. I always enjoy watching it. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. I, was yes. like, I know her. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually, the honest truth is, I've actually really, really enjoyed a lot of, of what you have to say because you you have it from a different perspective. And whether it's the LA vibe or the Austin vibe, like a lot of the things that you, you talk about is, is, is natural, right? Yes. Like it's not like you're running out to say, here, try this, try this. It's like, no, the, like, we talked about the CBD. We've talked about the frankincense. Yes. You know, which I yes. thought was really cool. Not a lot of people either know about that or they go to that route. But frankincense is incredible. Like yes. it's an amazing. It's an amazing. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. And the one thing about my blog is I don't work with any brands or anything that I don't relate to or that I don't believe in and I've been asked a lot to work with different brands and I'll tell them no even if it's a paid it's not me it's not what I would recommend to my followers so I try to stay really true to the clean lifestyle I mean you you use what you what you believe in right it was interesting like so Joy she she hasn't been like literally in house this whole time when we were talking about we worked with her just recently you're almost done with this and uh the interesting thing today was when a couple people came in, they were asking about the supplements. So she gave like her own like testimony and all that yes. too. I was cool because they were impressed. Like they were really impressed. And to hear Joy talk about it is exactly what you want in like another marketer. Right. The idea to say like, this is the story of like why I do what I do here. And it, yes, you're pitching a product, you're endorsing it, you're getting paid, whatever it is, right? The truth is, is that if you believe in it, you don't care, right? Because you'll tell people like you should be doing this. Exactly. Because you believe in it and you want everybody to enjoy it and to know about it. Exactly. And to feel good. I know. I asked her the same thing when I walked in. She was telling me about what she was allergic to and what her her DNA was for the Alzheimer's and her blood tests. So. Yeah. It's cool. She... It was... I was very proud. Like I was saying, I was very proud when I heard her talking about all that because... um, 
What we do with our practice is that this guy will essentially, he'll, he'll do water fast, right? He'll do something crazy where he'll have uh, this diet, no grains, no sugar for 90 days. You know? Oh, and, I and, love that. Yeah. And kind of like extreme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know how to do things. I, I don't know how to, I'm really bad at the middle stuff. I like am I too. Either, I'm, like I either do it all or not at all. That's me. Like that's, I just, I'm, the whole that's in between me. That's stuff why I is said, so weird. Yeah, I am the not. The thing in, about that, like from a health coaching perspective, is that there's about a 50-50 split between people who are moderators versus people who are extremists. I guess I forget the actual word that they use, but extremists essentially. And it's funny because when you talk to like a lot of nutritionists, there was some study done where about 90% of nutritionists are extremists. So it totally makes sense for them to just have you come in and see them and be like, all right, well, cut dairy, sugar, gluten, and you're good. And then you're left with like, ah, where the population is about 50-50. So if you have a moderator come in, they're not going to want to cut all of those things at once. You need to learn on, like, lean on yeah. one and teach them how to, like, progressively cut things. But it's just interesting that, like, the yeah. people who tend to be health freaks seem to be the ones that are extremists. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I'm a really good salesperson even to myself. So I was like, oh, well, you already, <laughs> you already did it once. Like, yeah. you can do it another time. And exactly. then I just, then I'm off. Like, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. We've done, we've done our, I can say now that I've had my own different types of, like, diets that I've done. I do a paleo keto diet. Like, that's what I follow. And I yeah. think most people do in this room. Even uh, other people who just recently changed the ideas, is they kind of just see, they do it, they feel better, right? Yes. And then, so then you kind of go a little bit further and you're like, all right, well, how, how can I modify this even more? Right. The extreme version of it is that I'm not doing nightshades, but I still get my salsa. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> the, and I love the fact that I have the ability to do that. Or yes. if I want to go and have pancakes, I go, to Kirk, get, I go get them anywhere I want to, Kirby right? I, there we go. I was and waiting then for there's it. also I, Snooze. They need, has snooze. they need to sponsor us. <laughs> I, I like Snooze, but um, I don't like the weight. Well, it depends on when you go, right? Because maybe. So I'd be okay with paying for the food if they just let us skip the weight. Exactly. <laughs> well, how about you sponsor us that way? Yeah. <laughs> I love pancakes. It's my favorite food now. I know. Chris and I will eat pancakes, gluten-free pancakes, paleo-style pa for dinner sometimes. So do you make your own? Yes. That's awesome. So yeah. what do you use for the for the, the So sometimes we've gotten the Kirby Lane mix. The mix? Oh, I get it all the time. Yeah. I get it all the time. They're the, sold out of it right now. Yeah. They're <laughs> always sold out. Yeah, I'm kind of yes. mad. I should have picked it up at One the of our other guests, uh, Cave man um well, austin caveman yeah. his name's aaron, aaron i always call him austin because his blog is austin austin caveman yeah oh okay but his name is aaron <laughs> um he makes a really good pancake oh he does he makes it paleo style and he does it with almond flour <gasps> but here's the other thing you talk about extreme so when i was doing this diet when we were doing the christmas deal not only was it no nightshades i said no nuts and then no oils other than coconut or olive oil yes right and then um what else? So no fruits other than, I think at the time I was only doing apples and I still kind of only do it, but limes, I have to, limes, yeah. healthiest fruit. And they say blueberries, well, it has the lowest. That's the thing. When I, tr the reason I did this was because it was an autoimmune protocol. Oh. So you talked about, you know, yes. Hashimoto's, right? Imagine how many people walk in these doors and they're talking about their gut. Yep. Right? Like how many of them are complaining like, well, how are things going? Well, you know, it's kind of embarrassing, but I got this thing going on and I'm like, so what's up? And they're like, I just don't go that often. Or, I, you know, I can't digest my food well afterwards. Right. Like, I feel bloated. All That's like the number one that thing. That was I just my number bloated. one thing. Right. And so it's inflammation. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I've, from day one since I've ever studied medicine, I've understood it as anti-inflammation. Right. Right? Like, that's the approach you should take with anything. Anti-inflammation. So if it's an autoimmune disorder, I mean, you almost created it. You had the genetics for it, and then something in your environment created it, right? And right. so gut seems to kind of follow that trend, right? Like, I agree. And, you know, and it's just like it's a chronic issue, yes. right? And the it affects gut. you. Leaky gut, right? And so that's connected to like Hashimoto's, mm -hmm. right? Hence why you took out gluten and dairy. And, and eggs. And eggs. And you probably were like, wow, like a 180 almost right. like initially. Nightshades, right? everything. Yeah. Like within a couple of weeks. Wait, so how... how uh, how much you ate all that before that yeah, yeah like what made you decide to do that natural so i always have eaten healthy because i used to do fitness and i used to do bikini and all that kind of fun stuff back in the day when i was in my 20s <laughs> and so i've always been a health nut 
Um, and I wasn't big on dairy, so I would have like the, um, oh, what is it, the yogurt, the Greek yogurt. Yeah. If, yes. and, but I didn't have like a lot of cheeses or anything like that, maybe every once in a mm -hmm. while on a pizza. So I didn't know where the allergies were coming from, but she said it was just all part of the leaky gut, just mm -hmm. everything through the years. And she, I had um, childhood asthma. Okay. So she said from the time I was a little girl, I was probably allergic to dairy my whole life. And so, I mean, think about it. Italian, Hispanic family, you're eating cheese, you're eating tortillas, you're mm -hmm. eating all of that your, my entire life. In abundance. Right. And pasta <laughs> yeah. and things like that. So I just, through the years, spaghetti it just got worse tacos. and worse. Exactly. Well, <laughs> spaghetti tacos. So do you cook most of your food? <laughs> yes. Okay. And there's a reason when behind it, right? Yes. Right. Right. So growing up was the pasta and the mexican food that you were eating the same as it is now when you go out to restaurants no right it's, it's not totally different what's different about it i just think just the way i mean homemade food is totally different i think there's more i mean lard all that those things that they put in the tortillas mm -hmm. and and the love that's the, the biggest exactly thing, right? yeah. the love <laughs> of you course. know yeah of course yes of course. everything's easy. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i mean it's just it's different I would say here, though, in Austin, it's a lot cleaner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and That's they awesome. know. They know what's oh, yeah. up in the yeah, restaurant. Yes, exactly. I love it. I I know. Love, but I love it. You should be able to go anywhere and yes. say, what is that oil you're using? Yes. Is there cross-contamination? Like, can you make it without, you know, soy milk? Can right. You, or whole milk. Like, I was at, for Kirby Lane being my favorite restaurant, they did had soy milk and whole milk and low-fat milk. They didn't have almond milk for the longest of time right. or coconut. And I was like, why? Like, exactly. Why, why would you do that? Right. You know? But the interesting thing is you you took all that stuff out, right? And most likely just from the food alone, you probably noticed a 180. And, exactly. you, and then you said, well, I can't find this anywhere. I'm just going to cook it so myself. So imagine six years ago when it wasn't like the gluten-free craze, you know, or yeah. seven years ago. So Austin, yes, but I travel for work every week. So going to these other towns, you know, they what do you have, have that's gluten-free? No. They're like, what's that? And yeah, I'm that's like, crazy. Oh, great. Yeah. I was in San Antonio and it was just an hour away. Yes. Like they were like gluten-free. Where was that? A, a pizza place. And they're like gluten-free crust? Like what? what they is, were confused. Yes. Like we got a salad bar. Yeah. And I was like, uh, no, 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 that's not. It's, just, it's weird, right? Yes. It still wasn't gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. it probably wasn't. Probably crouton. <laughs> well, like if you go to if you go to H E B and you get the the healthy living section, mm -hmm. it'll say the ingredients on anything, right? And right. so it says ingredients like almonds may contain wheat, right? And I'm like, you serious? Like it's why? in everything. Yeah, and so it, even when you like try to cut it out, if you can't just control exactly what's going in your food, exactly, then you don't really know, and that's why and most people scary. do. Yeah, it's yes. scary. That's why most people cook. And I, exactly. And I had an incident and I love True Food Kitchen. They're yeah. amazing. But I was in Dallas and I ordered the hummus with the gluten-free pita bread. Okay. And um, the the waiter, I was in Dallas and the waiter said, oh, I, I know all about food allergies. My little sister is severely allergic, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. So he brings, the well, he didn't, somebody else brought my stuff so i'm sitting there and i'm like this does not taste like gluten-free it sure is good <laughs> and um it's you like know it tastes it was too like, good to be true. exactly <laughs> so he came back and he was like wait stop stop and he grabbed it and he went back to the kitchen and he said is this gluten-free and they said oh my god so i knew like my stomach just started swelling I like i have this bad like even to this day staying away from it this long my stomach will swell with bloating from gluten. Like a bat. Yeah, like it, it's it's like instant. It, yeah, it's instant. instant. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm surprised they even had gluten in that restaurant. I know. That's really, huh? Like that's. They have the actual pita bread. That's they have one that's gluten free and then one that's not. That kind of like thinks about mm -hmm. that is like you should just be baking it. Yeah. Like I mean it's just I mean that's honest truth yeah, right exactly. like Wildwood does it. Yeah. Wildwood makes their own bread, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, Wildwood that, bread is so good. Uh, that's the amazing thing about it, right? Because most gluten-free bread, and you've it's done awful. this for years. Yeah, it is. It's right. awful. Like, think about all the times you ate gluten-free pizza crust, right, throughout the years, especially here in Austin. Like, even uh, Draft House, like, they have their own stuff. Years back, it was, like, cardboard. Yes. And then it was always, like, the 11-inch or 9-inch. It's, like, the same size no matter what. Yes. Right? And I was just like, this sucks. It's, like, a, it's cardboard. Exactly. Like, I don't want to eat this. And then Via 313. But that... They're gluten-free crust. Yeah, have you eaten there? No. Via 313? So I was afraid to because I didn't know if it was good. Okay. Oh, it's so delicious. Okay, so... 
they have gluten free crust, and then wait, they also wait, wait. Have... is this the one in Oak Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah, yes. The yeah. one they even have dairy free. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, which yes. is cool. And yes, so, I have. Yeah, They're yeah. Good. Like, I was thinking of another place. Well, that's like an outlier. Like, because most of them, like, they're all right nowadays, right? Like, they're they're okay. They've come by leaps and bounds. Yes. But, like, VIA 313 is legit. It's and they're from Michigan. One. The owners yeah. are all from Michigan. Yeah. The Detroit yeah. area code. I used to yeah. train the owner. He's a sweetheart. But, yeah, 313 is, like. Yes. And my Chris is from Michigan. So, he was like, yeah. what's that? Story? Yeah, well, I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Because, like, growing up, Little Caesars had this 40-foot, like, pizza. <laughs> that was this thick. Yeah. And it was five like that. Yeah, it was like five <laughs> bucks, and it was like a foot thick. And I was like, "That's awesome!" They cut them up in like forty squares, right? Right. And I just remembered that's the best pizza ever because the crust is so, so thick. thick. And so then, as I got older, I was like, "Why would anyone get like thin crust, right?" And as you get older, you're just like, "God, all that bread just bloats the hell out of me." Yes. Right. And so if you think about Mexican food and Italian food, it's all carb based, right? Yes. So when you go to a restaurant, you usually leave like full. Yeah, exactly. Right? You go anywhere in Austin, there's chips and salsa. It could be an Italian restaurant, there's chips and salsa. salsa. Yeah, like, we got a patio. like, the little Italian twist to it somehow. You know what I found was funny, and I don't know if this is just because Italians eat so much, like, grain-based stuff, but Italy as a country has double the world average population of celiac. So 2% of Italians in Italy are celiac. Really? I yeah, did not I know that. I don't know if it's like they're giving it to themselves because they eat so many grains. I don't, I don't know. Right. But because of that, Italy is very aware of gluten-free. But what I found was interesting was when I was over there and I tell them, like, please give me gluten-free, everyone else who was eating gluten would get, you know, sandwiches that had meat in them and stuff. And then they'd give me like a gluten-free pizza with no meat on it. And I was like, this is closer to gluten than it had given me. <laughs> like, why not just give me the meat without the bread? Exactly. Yeah. I'll take the meat. Yeah. yeah. No. Huh, I did not know that about Italy. I was like, oh, she's Italy. probably vegan too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she's one of those American. Keto vegan. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh funny because if, if, if it was Mexico, the pinche vegans. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right now, I know what that means. That's a good thing. Yeah. Exactly. Did they, they use that term over there too? Right. No, he was using oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, he's like, oh, he's Mexican, right? Yeah. 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 That's funny. Well, I, I lived in Columbia, just a brief point, like Bogota, and it was cool because they, they were making fun of me because they were like, uh, like on the Spanish stuff, they're like pinche and way and all that stuff. I was like, not everyone says that. I mean, I'm not even from Mexico, and I know that not everyone says that. Right, exactly. Yeah, but it's funny because like uh, those words become very popular in the subculture of Mexico, of right? And like everyone loves Mexican food, right? So the, all the transplants that are here, they love that style. And they love the chips and salsa, and they love tacos. And it's like oh, so Mexican good. food is the it's the best. It, it I mean, really I know is. Italian. You have your like, no. It, which one would you prefer? No, I'm serious. Like, I would go eat Mexican. Oh, no. And I'm half and, yeah. You're half and half? And, uh, yeah. Okay. And I would literally, I always tell Chris, I'm craving Mexican. Of course. I'm craving Mexican. <laughs> of course. And salsa. Oh, Why not? And guacamole. And I spent a week, seven days in Mexico, and I was like, God, I'm never going to eat Mexican again. Like, the day I get back into Texas, I'm, like, eating chips and Mexican again. I'm like, I'll never get sick of this stuff. This is just food. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. This is fuel. Everyday yeah. food. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why, it. even with all the extreme diets, I was like, you're telling me I have to give up a lot with Mexican food. <laughs> like, right now, right? With all the diets I'm doing, right? But then, you're not going to make me give up chips. And have you tried Siete gonna, chips? Well, I, that's the thing. At that party, we had like two or three <laughs> yes. bags. When we were to fight, we, we, uh, we did ACL this year. Oh, we, got, we got hired. Uh, <laughs> and the place that they put us was with their staff. Like everyone was running it. And it was cool because uh, they had a box that they, of, of stuff they were giving to people. And they had all these different boxes. They're giving away stuff. And a whole box was full of Siete chips. And there was like what thirty? Like, there was like thirty or forty bags that are in there. There was and just like <laughs> the take because they they were out like all weekend. Like everyone had had their fill, and so I mean like that was it. They were all up for grabs. Have the you line. tried their almond flour tortillas? Well, yes. see that's the thing. I wouldn't do the almond because of, oh, of the nuts. Oh, the nuts. Because I'm also yeah. sensitive. I mean, I'm not like gonna have anaphylactic shock, or anything, right? Right. But it's just like if you talk about an autoimmune protocol, which I'm I have an autoimmune disorder. I just don't know which one. I think it's gout, but um if you have any type of inflammation to, from sensitivity of digesting that food, it'll cause triggers. Yeah. I mean, it really does. And you know that. Yeah. That's why you said, like, I could tell, even though, and, and that's the thing. People can think like, oh, you know, just whatever it's in your head. You're thinking, well, no, I just listen to my body. Exactly. And I can tell a little difference exactly. like that. Exactly. That's the difference yeah. is you listen to your body. And I do. I play 
very close attention to all the signs. Yeah. And I've even had family members, oh my God, in Spanish, you know, oh, yeah. fanatic, oh, yeah. oh my God, you know, and it's like, <laughs> no, I'm not a fanatic. Like, I feel it. Like, I know the difference. Oh, yeah. And it, so then when they get the food allergy later and I'm like, ah, oh, fanatic. Uh, <laughs> what? Have you had to help some of them with that? Because I yeah. it's difficult to talk with family about a lot of that stuff. Yes, very much. So, um, like I said, my mom, I grew up with a mom that was pretty holistic. So when I had asthma, they didn't give me the inhalers and things like that. They uh, went and it was all herbs, vitamins, and That's stuff cool. like that, which is good. Yeah. So I kind of, and my dad used to make kombucha when we were little kids and so we were like drinking kombucha from the time we were That's little cool. yeah he'd get the mushroom from his friend in california and yeah. i grew up here in texas so what part did you grow up in um west columbia texas so i was born in bay city okay and then an out like 45 minutes from there is west columbia it's a very it, small town yeah it is like like where i grew up there was a baseball field a baptist church and a 7-eleven <laughs> and that was it and we had to ride the bus 14 miles to go to school. Like, it was in the middle You're of nowhere. You're a country. I'm, I'm a country girl. You're a country, yeah. nice. Yeah, but yeah. I have the city girl life in me. I knew that always. So it was like, <laughs> so wait, I left. Were and you went going to Houston all the time? I was always in, I moved to Houston. Yeah, You're like yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Houston's right there. Exactly. <laughs> so I left and I raised my son in Sugarland. Okay. Right. So okay. we lived in Sugarland and then uh, his uh, senior year, we moved to Los Angeles because that's where Chris was living. Gotcha. So we lived there for 10 years. It wasn't for me. Yeah. It's a nice place to visit. It's just not somewhere I want to live. And I, coming from Texas, everybody's so kind. And it's just a different vibe. Um, so we moved back to Austin. And I always knew this That's would be That's the one home. thing that people always say. We're like, everybody's so nice here. Yes. Everybody. I was like, why is that a surprise? We're yes. <laughs> well, Chris, my Chris had lived in Los Angeles for 17 years. And he's, when he went to HEB the first time when we moved. Yeah. He was like, babe. Like the lady was talking to me, I knew she, how many kids she had, the cashier, <laughs> yeah. and and I said, oh yeah, I said, welcome to Texas, babe. Yeah. Everybody's gonna do that for you. And so he was like, this is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love. You get a big Texas. city now because Austin is kind of grown yeah. a lot, right? And uh, but you get like this small town atmosphere because I, I know that whole area right there. Baldwin knows that area very well. It's Are cool. you from here? I'm from oh. Austin. He's from Houston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, like, but traveling for baseball tournaments yes. and even going to Houston on 71, yeah. you pass those other towns. I'm thinking, like, how far is she away from that ceiling, uh, you know, billboard that's out there, right? Like, yes. just a few miles down the road. Right. So, it's that when you're out of Austin, you're in the rest of Texas, and you're that's a whole other country. Yes. Right? That's the thing, right? So here, like, even... But each one is different, right? Because San Antonio and Houston are very different. Well, yes. I, very see, different. See, like, we, we went to school in San Antonio. Oh, and you talk okay. about Mexican food, like, that... Like, that, that was my... How I grew up eating. Yes. Like, not like Tex-Mex. Like, yes. I didn't eat that stuff. Did I didn't eat sour cream and all that. Yes. And what is it? I can never roll my R's. I'm not a great Mexican. I'll spell it. <laughs> M-I-T-E-R-R-A. Mi tierra. Oh, oh, yeah. Tierra. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. place is good. It's, that's where I... We would literally drive from where we lived as a little kid, get in the car, and go eat there. Hey, we did, too. And they always like, have mariachis, right? Oh, yes. yeah. No. We would go uh, Sunday, like, day trips almost yes. to, from Austin to San Antonio. We'd go yeah. to Mercado, like, all the time. And yes. we would... Ha and the coolest thing I remember about it was we'd go to Mitieros and we'd get... Um, uh, we, the, the, the cookies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the yes. pan de huevos. Oh, like, yeah. they'd have that the whole best. counter... And like as a kid, you're like walking up, and yeah, you're gonna eat Mexican food, and there's mariachis in it, but you're thinking like, look at all those sweets. I know that's all I. And I can't. That's all I want. I can't wait to eat, yes. and then come over here and, and get, get this. All yeah, because we I ate all that on the way home. Yeah. And and I remember like, to me that was like, exactly how I thought food should taste because it was uh, you know like how I grew up eating, which is weird. But yeah. when we went to San Antonio, we had that at every corner. Well, yes. we had we lived uh, <clears throat> at the school that we went to. They had one of those HB uh, mercados like oh, yeah. down this down the road, and, and yeah. it was like all it was like a market, like exactly. a fresh market. But it, it was, was like a big fiesta. Yeah, is what it was. Do you miss uh, HEB when you travel? I do. <laughs> I love HEB, and and actually one of my really closest friends, she's the regional director for the Healthy Living. Oh, awesome! So mm. she always oh, yeah. We'll, bring her we'll take her up podcast. with the wheat. Oh, Tell yes. her about the wheat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's cool. There was they they put one in over on Riverside. Yes. And it was funny because I ran into one of our buddies there, and he was just kind of like looking around because they just had put it in. 
and you tell you could tell like they like people hadn't really seen that before right, right? and they have some good stuff right they like do. They, and, well when i was in san antonio working and i went to an heb and it wasn't they didn't have a healthy living section in that store. It was one of those. It was one of those. And so I asked, because I wanted to take a kombucha and stuff for my lunch. And so I said, where's the healthy living? And they was get. And I said, the healthy living section, you know, kombucha. And so that that one, it was, they didn't have it. So. Well, see, the funny <laughs> like, thing you is. You go to the other one. Exactly. Yeah, you can go to the other one over there. The east side one, it had, it had a lot of, like, international flair to it, right? So you would get that kind of fiesta market kind of yes. deal as well, which yeah. is you'd find stuff there. You wouldn't yeah. find in other ones, All right? those good spices. Well, yeah. Well, they used to sell the juices there. I remember that. You used to have, like, real juices Oh, yeah, there. the fresh juices. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I thought that was cool because you didn't go to South Austin H-E-B and find that up there. No. I was like, where's this at? I just see a bakery and a deli. Like, yeah, that's it, exactly. right? Exactly. They have your corn on the with the with the chili powder, right? Oh, well, I love. That's the one thing I did love about Los Angeles. They'd have the little Hispanic guy, and he the have, guy with the cart, the guy with the cart, <laughs> and he put all the spices awesome. on the fruit. Oh, that was so, my favorite. So you talk about like healthy food, right? Like yes. You would eat like can you eat corn now? Yes, I can, but I don't eat a lot of it. Okay, because most of it's GMO anyway. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, the issue you think is, um, he got some corn from H-E-B and he cooked in the chimenea in our backyard. And it was cool because like all he put in there was the the corn, he roasted that. Yeah, and then garlic. Yeah, and then he took salt. out a just garlic, salt, lime, That's chili it? powder. Yeah. yeah, that was it. But at high heat. Was for... it the corn on the cob? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh. and that was it. And then we had cooked a, a whole- I dress it in like an olive oil and then I'll, and then I'll put- um... And you get the organic and, obviously. Right? Yeah, yeah, and then I'll put, I'll sprinkle some um, garlic salt and turmeric and black pepper, and then I wrap it and throw it in. Oh okay, yeah. What time is y'all's dinner? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Like, yeah. that, you know, he's gonna whip up something like he's really quick. In the same neighborhood, and I'm like, why don't I get this? Stuff? <laughs> <laughs> pasta. He makes this pasta that's like pasta free. It's made out of like cauliflower or something. I'm like, yeah. where's my pasta? Yeah. And your neighbors? Oh You should oh just be God. knocking on the door. I like, would knock on the door. Yeah. I seriously. <laughs> it's open door. It's open door. You know that. But you see, the thing is, like, I my. My mom, she was, I was raised as an only child, and, uh, and my mom, she, uh, she used to leave to work. She was a hairstylist, she too. To and so she would leave me, like, notes of, like, because she wanted me to have fresh food. She said, like, well, cook this for yourself, right? Kind of cool. the, the reason I drink black coffee and it doesn't affect me is because I wasn't really allowed to, to drink black or coffee in general because I was too young. But it was there, and she already served herself, and she left. And so I was like, well, I'm drinking the coffee as well. So you were drinking. Oh my So gosh. I would cook, and then I'd come home from school, and there'd be another note like, "Cook yourself these things, right?" And yes. so then I would experiment, and then, and then, uh, and then I'd go back to tennis practice, and then I'd come back, and then she would like. I love that I started cooking very young too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a good cook. Yeah. But yeah. I don't. I get. Well, what's your dish? What I can like? make anything. Well, what's your favorite dish? My favorite dish is Italian, though. Yeah. What do you <laughs> make? I make good. My my dad's uh, Italian spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Um. So I I love that. But I make it. I mean, we love. We do everything healthy. So it's not like the traditional like Mexican. We always put the healthy okay. flair to I, it. Well, I got a little challenge for you. Then. Okay. All right. Nightshade free uh, spaghetti sauce. I have no clue. That's why I'm curious about this. So yeah. teach so me. You, you'll you'll, help, yes. you'll try what he did. Okay. And then you can see if you can modify it. Baldo's got a right? Right. Because he'll tell you exactly what's in it. Like, this, this is what we're is, using yeah. today for for the for that. That one is. This is in the. This is your sauce. No, this is not mine. That's one of no, no, no. Stuff. But that's what he's going to use tonight, like to cook oh. with. The girl uh, from episode it's three, awesome. Anne Marie like, uh, from Grassfed Salsa, her whole artichoke, thing Artichoke, garlic, olive oil, mm -hmm. she's hot. Yeah. She's got a nightshade-free spaghetti. It's so, <laughs> it, Oh, I'm sure. What does she with use With artichoke and garlic. So this is your base? That's a good choice. No, I'm going to use that one because I don't have time to do that. You can make that taste amazing. I'll just use that one. Yeah, beets are great. Like, you could do, I don't know why it's not used more. Yeah. Because as this, I use this one as an inspiration, but I make it with. Speaking so. of beets, I just did a post. Well, Chris wrote a blog. I saw post. that. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because of it. the nitrous oxide. Yeah. It's we like to do that before our workout. Yeah. So yeah. do you? Is yeah. It same I for love you? beets. If I can get them, um, if they're kind of roasted, it's cool. But like a lot of places around here will serve them as a side dish. Right. And so I always go for it. I beets. I think what I read a long time ago, and I'm I don't know if I'm completely correct about it, but I think that they're really good for prostate health. Yes. All right, and then I think um, if if you look at a lot of the research, I think they're one of the things that 
when you talk about detoxing the body, like beets would go with liver detox. Yes. I know everyone, we've talked about the celery Myers, juice craze and yes. all that. But, but the thing is beets, I think they get, uh, un, they're not recognized because they get underutilized in cooking mm -hmm. and they're so sweet that you can replace that from a glycemic point of view with yeah. leading to the carbs. Well, and you can make a ketchup out of it. Yeah, you can make a ketchup yeah. out of it, oh, which is cool, that's right? Like, so that's what I was thinking. Maybe beets because uh, for the, the, the spaghetti sauce. Ah, that's a good idea. Yeah. It would have a funky flair, but I would like it because it'd be. Send me the recipe that you I like her. both Thank of you, you have. Love it. Yeah. On fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, like. I'm going to start I, doing more of that on my blog, too. You should. Like, there's more recipes. Well, yeah, it's, so especially what, since you have these types of yeah, recipes. I mean, you said that you have recipes on yours, too. Do you tend to stick to, like, Italian and Mexican? I actually haven't. I'm kind of just do more like a smoothie or stuff like that. I haven't put any food food on there because I haven't really had the time for that. That's oh, yeah. on my list because it takes time. You need an assistant. So like, yes, I do. <laughs> I need an assistant. I need an assistant. Are you at that point now yet? Uh, I need one, but not yet. Yeah? Yeah. I'm doing two jobs. You know, I work oh, in I pharmaceutical research and then I do this. Which is a full-time job Which is too. a full-time job. So yeah. um, I'm always running like a crazy person, but I love it because I'm passionate about it and I love sharing things. And my goal is to eventually just do the blog and I know it's going to happen, but I, I have a goal. Do you want to yeah. talk much about the pharmaceutical? Yeah, I was going to say, for your research, is there anything yeah. you're working on that's exciting to, that you can talk about? I can't really talk about yeah. it, but yeah. I am working on some phase one study. So it's the first time the drug's ever been given to a human. Oh, so that's right. as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's so. That's such a crazy world that I'm like not familiar with at all. So yeah. You're actually like one of the researchers. Yes. I, so I'm hired by, so I work for a CRO, mm -hmm. and then the pharmaceutical company um, hires us to... Yeah collect the data and make sure that the sites are actually doing what they're they're following the protocol and they okay. have the right subjects on the trial. So you'd be a great person to talk to about because we have tons of research. Our thing is compiling it so it makes sense and presentable. Right. Because it's like we have it. We have tons of it. it we would just like, who do you go for that? Right? Like that's like, <laughs> yeah, the FDA. That's, that's, that's a lot of work. It's right? a lot of work. And getting it approved well, through what, the FDA. Like Five thousand studies published a day, or something yes. crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. there's so many, yeah. so many studies. <laughs> so I mean, but you guys are doing herbs. And, I mean, not herbs, like but vitamins and things like that. So that's a whole other. Yeah, yeah that's a whole different. About. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's totally different. Yeah, and, and and I think even the just the basic part of like, oh, okay, someone look at all the research that we have and like make a document that that actually says like, oh, well, according to like. Yeah, I mean, if you're actually doing like a trial, patients that yeah. we have or whatever, so and this like, is yeah. what's happening. Yeah, you should definitely write papers on that. <laughs> you would think that we that's... talked. We yeah. talked. <laughs> I'm like not going to say anything here because yeah. we have a few things going on. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Joe, Joe and I have talked, and yeah. we, we've had a couple of discussions. So, but like, uh, I was, I, I told you, I was in pharmaceutical, yeah. like at first, yeah, which is interesting. I got a buddy who's still in it, and uh, there's a there's a lot of cool things that that we talk about in that sense, but. Uh, as far as like, as far as the way that things are going, I think that it's an integral part of the whole idea of what medicine and health and wellness is going to do. Right. From my standpoint, I just, there's so many wonderful like options that are out there that aren't being explored as much, mm -hmm. which I think is, is what I see as far as the frustration goes from even the medical community nowadays. Like, right. because if you have like Kirby Lane here and they're doing gluten-free and these doctors know about it too, it's not like I'm a doctor and I, I can't have Hashimoto's. Right. Right. It's like, well, I'm going to go gluten-free and I'm not going to do soy and I'm not going to do dairy. And all. Right. So you have other doctors who are kind of craving that and they start, you know, following your blogs and they start, you know, talking to their patients about it. And it's cool because then the movement kind of happens to where it's like, well, there's a demand for it. Of you course. know, like, why not, like, explore those options? Because if you think about, it, like, leaky gut, which is integral to Hashimoto's treatment, there's not a lot of medicine for it. Right. Right? Exactly. And and if you think, well, what are you going to do for the gut then? What do I take? Right. Right? Like, what do I do? It's like, well, you don't take anything. You eat like this. Exactly. Right? And you drink like this. And you don't, you stay away from these things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, you move yes <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah how do i not have a bad back it's like well you know 
do this and do this and do that. So like I do that all the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I do that all the time. Like, yeah, yes. That's just how you do you it. You have to do things to get better. Like yeah. it takes work. You just don't all of a sudden wake up and you're healthy. Like there's a whole bunch. Supplements, vitamins, meditation, Do you do exercise. a lot of meditation? Yes, no. every morning that's for 15 good. years. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been... Uh, I like meditation. Yes. It's fun. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not good at it by any means, yes. but the fact that I can now kind of start focusing on one thought when I'm doing it, even if it's for 30 seconds, I'm kind of like, oh, cool. Yes. Like I tuned all this stuff out. Yes. Well, the fact that you're making it a practice now, right? Like, yeah, that's, I think that's cool. That's, that's all the that matters. Way. Yeah. And I mean, I have my days where I, my, my head is everywhere and I can't focus yeah. and it's okay but it, it even if it's for a minute or two and you do yeah um but i've been doing it for so long that i can pretty much meditate anywhere like anywhere it's like i'm yeah. just waiting for their you yeah. know this now i'm just exactly <laughs> yeah. zone out exactly you're talking about a lot of your other health stuff like it started six ish years ago so why did you start meditating 15 years ago what made oh you that's a good question that? i like that good question um so i have been on this spiritual journey since my early 20s and i um I just knew that there was always more out there. And um, I, I really have always believed that we're all one. And I did some therapy and it was with the, actually a gentleman in Houston and he was really spiritual. And he gave me Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer and all these amazing books and said, I want you to read these and I want you to come back and tell me what you think. And I want you to say these affirmations. And I was like, affirmations. <laughs> and so now it's a part of my, I literally wake up every morning and every night before I go to bed, I have this whole, like this recording in my head where I say all these affirmations I wake up in the morning I do the same um and then do you say out loud I sometimes I well when Chris isn't home he's not home right now he's in Houston I wake up in the morning and I'm like, like thank you thank you for this <laughs> yeah and I'm just like yelling it in the house because I'm by myself when he's home he's you know I mean he meditates too <laughs> no. but I'm not going to yell him like I do when I'm by myself I just kind of like go crazy and so it's a habit it's a yeah. habit these are mine right here I, I always do my I affirmations yeah yeah we have a lot of people that come in and like they take photos of that and I think they're like where are you? Like and they start reading, it's like, oh, it's all these people. You're like my Well, the only up one there. that I don't have on there that I also repeat before this is that I, I always uh, say, um, every day and every way I get better and better. Yes, yes. exactly. Can you read the other three for the listeners. And then it's oh, I'm yeah. the master of my thoughts. I'm the captain of my energy. I can create anything I set my mind to. You can, and I full I believe that. Like anything you set your mind to, you can actually create. We create our world. So I wake up and I want to be happy. It's it's all an inside job. It's all about. <laughs> I, I just I know I Which know. Is like is. I've it's always just... thought about it like it's already there. It's just yes. attracted, right? Because exactly. it's like it already exists. It's right. Like it's and then you're gonna, it's gonna attract go somewhere that else or to bring you. it to me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I I totally believe that. What's what I was even thinking about this past week was uh, it's like when you do a habit, it's an emotional habit that really will change you. Yes. For the good or the, or the worse, will. right? Like that's really because if you have emotional habits that are good, then your life is probably a lot better. Yes. I just, regardless of whether it is a mental approach or not, like it kind of like goes into the rest of life, right? right? Because like road rage, for example, is crazy because you'll get people that get pissed off so easily. Right. And it's almost like you think, well, there's no need to do that. But then something else occurs in life. Right. And you think like, oh, do I really need to get that pissed off about that now? Do I need to focus? And it's not necessarily pissed off. Maybe it's worried about it. Right. I, Ball just nods his head because he knows exactly what I'm getting at. <laughs> because it's just like you focus on it. Right. And if your focus is just like negative and tur looking at that, you're putting that energy out there to where it's like, well, try thinking about this. Go positive with it. Yes. Spin it the other way. Yes. And just tell yourself until you finally believe it. Exactly. Fake it that, till you make it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the hardest thing. Because reality is one thing, right? right? And then the other is just, it's a whole thought process. Right. That's all it is, right? It's right. just, now I'm thinking this way. Right. Well, I look at it this way. We, everybody has shit in their life, yeah. no matter what. It doesn't, you know, it's not that it's not going to happen to you or to me. Everybody goes through something, but it's how we handle it. And it's like, am I going to focus on that? Or am I going to focus on what I want? So I focus on what I want, the end result. And then that keeps me happy. And it works. And it works. Like it, it got you to where you're at now. Small exactly. town girl. Yes. Living in LA and Austin. Mm -hmm. Now Austin can say that now because we're 
we're that big and we're that right. popular, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's true. Like yeah. you could we're choose. We're on the like, best places to live. Exactly, right? Yeah. But if you imagine like you go to LA or New York, now people are like, Austin, I could go live there in, in right. the States. But you got there by thinking all these thoughts, right? right? 15 years ago, you're meditating before it was cool. Yes. Like it was hippie. <laughs> it was hippie then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was doing it. And I started with this company called Centerpoint. And it's all about the theta brainwaves. Nice. Yeah. And so I, so Chris and I would, we had a, um, we that this is how long ago it was the little CD player mm -hmm. so they made it specifically for us and we said the affirmations that we want to say on it mm -hmm. and so they put it into the the brainwave mm -hmm. music and so nice. he had his I had mine and so we would listen to that so I so we did that for a while and then I said I just want to be able to do it on my own yep. and so I just started practicing just sitting in silence and just focusing on nothing and I also I think if you're Whoever's listening and wants to try meditation, I think the Headspace app is a really good yeah. place to start. I love that he was a monk before and he wanted to teach everyone how to meditate. So he left um, from being a monk, a monastery, yep. and um, just he created this app, Headspace. He makes so, it very logical. Yes. Too. It's not like some woo woo thing. And there's a free 10 day trial. Yes, for it. exactly. Yeah. So I always, anybody that always asks, I always do headspace because I've done it myself just to see what it's like because I'm not going to recommend something unless I know about yeah, of it. Course. So um, I definitely love it. It's it's just easy. It's simple. That's cool. And I love Insight Timer too. Have you ever used that one? I've seen. Oh, I, I think I have it on my phone. I haven't yeah, actually. It's an used app, it. It, but it has everything. It has blogs on there. Nice. It has all these spiritual teachers that teach meditation or. You name it, it's on that app. It's amazing. That's actually one of my I, I favorites. I started when I start. I, my meditation practice started for my visualization visualization practice. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but then when I got into meditation, I started with the book called Eight Minute Meditation. I forgot who who wrote that, but it was very simple. It was like yes. maybe fifty pages, and right. it was like do this for the next week. It's like all right, cool, I can do that. Yeah, when you cool. set your mind to it, you really can. And it's like, I feel like it's anti aging. I really do. I, cool. I honestly feel uh, like yeah. meditation is anti-aging. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. I oh, mean, I'm going to so be cool. 50 in April. So I just... No way. <laughs> and I just feel like, you know, and age is just a number to me. I don't stress about it or think about it. It's like, it's just a number. It's like we're all aging. It's just how you take care of yourself. We're all aging yeah. at the same rate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I... You, you, <laughs> well, that is true, and you actually, it's interesting to see if it's the same age, right? Well, I like, just you're like, like you could kind of see. Yes. Like, right. Same day for me, same day for you. But <laughs> I, but I, you know, I was going back to the idea that uh, you said your family grew up a certain way, eating a certain thing. When they get on you about eating a certain way, I kind of like I hate to project on it, but then I throw it back and be like, well, I really don't want to wind up with what you're dealing with right now. Yes. You know, like I got my own problems to deal with right. and uh, I got to do this now and deal with all this crap that's going into my body. Yes. And that's really what it comes down to. Right. Right. And so I care about my body to the point where I will be that guy. Yes. Who says, no, nah, take it back. I don't want it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to eat that. Exactly. Like, you know, it's like. I mean, we only have one. Yeah. I mean, we have to take care of it. Seriously. So like, there was if we don't. What's then, gonna no, then no one's going to care. Exactly. Like no one else cares. Exactly. Right? There was a person that came in and I forgot who it was and what you were referring to as far as the food. But, oh, I think it was a, it was a supplement. There was a supplement that's not prescription. Uh, it was like B9, B12, B6. Right. Okay. And I'm not going to call it by the brand name, but it, like, he dropped off the samples. It was called medicinal food. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah right. And it was like the vitamins, the same ones that we give here. Right. And it was interesting because it was actually the same ingredients, like the bioactive, the best form of the, of the vitamin. Right. And I was like, right. that's cool. But then you look at the ingredients and it's all these preservatives and even like uh, food dyes and sugars ah. and sugars. And it was interesting because they dropped off a whole bunch and that stuff is expensive. Right. It's very expensive because I have a client who takes it. And uh, and that's what's scary is if you don't know and you don't read because a lot of people just think, oh, it's in the healthy section. It's good. Like, no. Allison just took a picture of like, here's a keto friendly smoothie and she was like um oh. no it's got bananas yeah, they literally post there's it's this, yeah it's the smoothie place in my gym they literally are, are marketing this smoothie as being keto friendly they're calling it the belly buster and it's got more sugar in a day than a coke like right it's got in a, in a serving it because it's got like 
dates, prunes, bananas, and guava, which are all super sugar-laden. Right. And it's like keto-friendly. I'm like, no, eating one of these things would kick you out of ketosis. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you come to Paleo with us, FX, yeah. it's like this like times a thousand as oh, far as I the people it. who just like – how dare you put that crap in me? No, if that happened, <laughs> if, if that happened at some people visiting Halo Effects in town and they saw it, yeah. they'd be pissed, right? They'd no, be like, they literally, Michelle has a, a banned ingredients list. Oh, yeah, no, no. So we signed up for the booth. It has in here, it says, you also agreed to not bring any of these in here. And I thought it was going to be like contraband tours, like fireworks, guns, and all that. It said hydrogenated oils, trans fats, like, you know, like fake sugar, it. like aspartame. Soy, like, yeah. yeah, soy even. And it's interesting because no, it, it had weed on there. It had wheat and soy, and I think it and said it dairy. Yeah, this this said dairy. Yeah, it said dairy. Yeah, right. they said even soy leptosin, where they start breaking down the preservatives. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. I started kind of thinking, I was like, well, you know, oh, yeah, we're good, though. Like, <laughs> we're good. I was like, but damn, like, I didn't think they were going to ask that one. I was like, all right, yeah. cool, yeah. So it, they're it's serious. they're serious about it. That's amazing. Yeah. Though. And, and I, it should be. And, I mean, if you're going to teach people things, you have to teach them read your how labels fish. and know what you're putting in your Teach body. them how to fish, how yeah. to cook. Yeah. 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 My, uh. My kids are going to learn how to cook. I know a little bit. So, I mean, I can cook semi-decent things. I got probably a bunch of really good chefs in the room here. No, but that's great. I love food. Mm-hmm. So I'll always eat food. Yes. You know, like I need it to live. Well, his three-year-old son eats uh, seaweed because of me. Yeah, <laughs> because oh, really? of him. Was... Like his influence was like he gets like he goes nuts seaweed. And like he like eats. I'm a whole stack of it. I get and, like I get I like avatar looking f- in the face. Well, with if you, I it's probably and much. that's what you know. Well, I know we got to wrap things up, but I, I, the the interesting thing is like let me you brought that up. It's iodine with Hashimoto's. How does it respond with you when you do that? Right? Is that what happens? No, I look like the avatar people. I wake up and it's like it's the strangest. If you eat too much, yes. Well, yeah. well, the reason yeah. why I ask yeah. is because I know that you know this too from working with Amy that uh. With Hashimoto's, it could go either way. Yes. Right? And the thing with thyroid issues is a lot of times it's iodine deficiency. Right. And with Hashimoto's, you can't tell how it's going to work. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. She told me to stay away from I it. I was going to say, Dr. Christensen also is, like, very adamant about, like, iodine control right. for thyroid. Because yes. Because there are some gurus that, like, think that you should be eating a ton of iodine with a thyroid yes. issue. And that's not necessarily how it actually Exactly. Works. Yeah. And every individual is different. So you just have to find what works for you. Yeah. But for me, I know too much and I swell up. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's that's crazy because you think like on the flip side, if someone say, "What's a, one of the healthiest foods out there?" I'm thinking, well, seaweed. Yeah. Like it's awesome. It has tons of algae and DHA and and right. like good stuff for your brain. Mm-hmm. But if you have Hashimoto's, I'd probably stay away from exactly. it. Exactly. There's a, a a seaweed protein extract for uh, insulin control. Oh. Apparently, that's like that that helps, and and it's interesting because on the on the other side of it, they usually make it with pea protein. Uh-huh. And I the love pea, pea protein. And the pea protein is good for some. Other people, it could disrupt their gut. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Some people say, I can't do pea protein. Because it's legumes. Yeah. But Dr. Myers, I think her protein was pea protein. Pea protein. Yeah. And see, that's, I mean, if you were probably. I like pea protein. If you were to probably yeah. ask grass-fed salsa, she probably would yeah. say no. Yeah, she'd probably yeah. say no. It's funny because, yeah, the, a, the whole thing with AIP, for example, which is what Ann does. Is like no nightshades, no legumes. Like it's a stricter version of paleo, basically. Right. Um, but I literally just published a blog post for Dr. Christensen where he's talking about how nightshades can help autoimmunity. Oh. Wow. And it just you know it just depends on the person, right? Exactly. Like for John, it's hurting his autoimmunity because he's got a you know a sensitivity. Yeah, but see, to it. but if you do that, like you you read his article and there's a breakdown of like these are probably situations where oh, yeah. it could he help, right? He doesn't but some people like don't right. do their due diligence. It's like, oh, I read that you can, so I'm gonna start eating them, and then it's like this is not true. And right. It's like, well, it's not like you're just but it's making like we this kept, up. Yeah. Right. Like well, we're talking perfect. about like you. Nobody's gonna care as much as you do, so you right. better care. Exactly. Right? Like, but it, but there's like to have all these people living and eating and thinking the same way. They read something because these are smart people. It's not right. like these are dumb people. They're just saying like, all right, I just I'll do it just because I think it's magic and it's going to help me. Like, no, there's a bunch of research articles. There's stuff I've read. Your blogs will play an inspiration to people, right? Because they trust you, right? Right, and they say That's like, "That's what my followers say." Yes, yeah. we trust you because we know you use it you did the and work you've for tried us. it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, if it helped them, 
Right. Then I can maybe tell this other person's been doing, or maybe myself. But I always say, make sure. I mean, I'm not a doctor, or, you know, no, like, of course but not. just you have common make, sense. Exactly. <laughs> but still, you want to always let them know. Of it's course. like everybody's different. But of yes, course. it's like you try that for them so that way they know. And if you've been down that road before, you kind of want to. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I, I think that's just cool because I, I love the dolls. I love it. Yeah. I love how you call it. I, I, it's, everybody's it's, a doll. It's endearing. It's endearing. I've just used it forever. <laughs> I really have. And I, I don't know if it came from when I was a little girl. I did have a huge doll collection. And I just think all girls are like little dolls. And so I just say that everybody's a doll. Well, you're yeah. doing it with all glam. Like, yes. I love it. Like, yeah. everything you're doing health-wise, like, yes. this is what they would do in Beverly Hills. This yes. is what they would do in L.A. And I'm assuming. And you always have the best. Yeah, outfits. because you've yeah. had the best, best, best style, best <laughs> interests and all that. You also you. say, this fits my style. Yes. I want to be healthy. Yes. Like, I can't slow down. I have to function. I have two full-time jobs exactly if i'm sick all the time because of this issue i right. can't i can't be myself exactly yeah. and i have so much energy i mean i feel so great so i just think that live in the lifestyle if you take time for your self-care and it's not just on sundays or whatever yeah. self-care saturday or sunday it's like every day you do things you get the ivs you get the shots you take your vitamins you do your meditation your yoga your workouts whatever it is i just feel like you need to find that and do it because it all plays an important role in it. you know our health and wellness. That's so cool. I awesome. love it. That's well, a great way to end it. <laughs> cool. Well, thank, you so awesome. much. thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank I mean, you honestly, for having like, me. Yeah, I this is cool. I, I think every time you've come here, even though, like the last time was brief, but it was still like we had a good conversation. Yes, we do. Yeah, we, we always do. always a good conversation. Where can we find you? So you can find me uh, at Joe Placencio on Instagram and peaceloveglam.com is my blog. Those links will be below as well, but wanted you to say it. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Awesome. Oh,